Hello and welcome to The Optional Podcast, episode number 143 for the week of December 10th, 2018. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounce around cables and satellites mm-hmm. all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. That's me. <laughs> That's you. What's going on, man? Uh, that was a little shout out to Amanda Bynes because she made her return Did to she? the internet. Yeah. She was like in Variety magazine or something. Oh wow, good for her. Is she is she good? Is she all right? No, no she, she was going weird. through some shit. Yeah, <laughs> she looks like she got something done to her face. But I mean, oh. she's an OG. Yeah, yeah. She's like you know, I, I'm an all that alumni fan. You know, hell yeah, all that was way ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time, and all those people were like pretty successful. Yeah. Keenan's yeah. on SNL for the longest. He's a goat. Yep. Kel somewhere. Kel's doing something. <laughs> You stay on one of those like sitcoms and yeah. shit. But shout out to Amanda Bonds, yo. Word. And then, uh, and then it sent me down a rabbit hole. And I was like, "What happened to Michelle Trachtenberg?" Because I had a real crush on her back in the day. Something it, happened to her too, right? I don't know, but um, so I looked her up. That for anybody who doesn't know, Michelle Trachtenberg was Harriet the Spy, the goat. Yeah, the goat. Um, and then she was like in Euro Trip and shit, and she was like, she's a gorgeous woman. Oh, she was like the hot friend. Yeah, she was the oh, hot yeah, the yeah, girl yeah. Um, in Euro Trip. And then uh, so I looked her up, and I was like. Couldn't I would never recognize her. She could pass me in the street. She looks so like normal. She looks like Avril Lavigne. Wow, what happened to Avril Lavigne? <laughs> Yo, all these people, all these white women. What happened to all these white women? Like small petite white women. Yeah, what happened to them? I don't know. Hope they're all right. Hope you yeah. guys are all all right. Hope you're doing well. Um, other than that, I've been running around, you know, just just doing chores and shit. Getting ready for. I fucking a... hate chores, man. And I hate traveling. Yeah, you're getting ready for a trip. Yeah, flying out of town for a bit. Yeah, for a little bit, a couple days. Um, nice. Footwork. Um, <laughs> sorry Flex. if that's offensive. That voice. Um, <laughs> it's all right. No, nah, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, I don't really like planes anymore. Yeah. I don't mind them. I'm not, like, anxious or anything like that, but I just don't like the idea of being in a box for so long. In a metal tube, pressurized yeah, tube. And I didn't get to choose my seat going. Oh, you got the bathroom seat, the one no. right in the back? In front <laughs> no, of I didn't the get the back. I'm in, like, 23F. Damn. But I'm, I'm like like towards the middle, okay, and like I'm by the window, and I fucking hate the window seat. Yeah, I'll see the, the older I get, I'm like I could give a fuck about taking off a landing. I, I fall asleep. Yeah, so like I just need the aisle so I can like step out easy. Yeah, man. And then if like I don't mind getting up for people, so like I can get up like yeah. super easy. Unless you're blessed, and the person in your ro- in your road like misses the flight, you're like, yeah, you spread out a little Hell bit. Hell yeah, yo, you <laughs> fucking stretch your legs. When I was going to uh, Thailand, when uh, my connecting flight from Dubai to Bangkok was the dopest flight because like there was like maybe 30 people on the plane on nice. this big ass plane so like every row was empty and yeah. everybody was like laid out it's crazy they how were, like, that happens lay out. They, were, they were like mad cool about yeah it. yeah yeah it's crazy how that happens because that same thing happened to us on the way back from korea mm-hmm. one of the flights that we took um i think maybe even both of them they're like they were empty and i was like what the hell like this yeah is this okay it's like so there's only cool. like 12 of us and it's like here. so quiet yeah and, like, it's real dope and they pay attention to you and shit yeah and like yeah i was like i got two sodas it was like <laughs> it was like in school whenever there was like a class trip and you didn't go yeah and it was like yeah, the yeah. class was empty or whatever You're like we just <laughs> just chill out all right cool i spent a lot of time in trouble and poor so yeah, i didn't yeah, get yeah. to go on a lot of trips <laughs> <laughs> weird uh that's cool though man i'm, I'm uh all the best on that trip yeah thanks. um looking forward to hearing the stories from uh from your return i'm but... buying some cowboy boots just so you know you going down south all right going, yeah that's down to... south right i guess that's considered south yeah for yeah sure. all right get some tex-mex wow <clears throat> get some barbecue oh your barbecue for sure <sighs> say what up to my essays Hell wait that's yeah. in houston right 
SAs live in Houston? I don't know. No, no, I have Mexicans no idea. Are. I have no idea what happens beyond New Jersey. <laughs> I don't know what, what, what it, what's life like. He's like, uh, Maryland's as far as I've been. Yeah, it's like once you get past the Hudson, it's like you might as well be in Alaska. For I don't real. know what that means. That's true. Um, that's dope though, man. So, uh, yeah, let's just jump right into what we've been playing for the week. For sure. Uh, we've been playing a little bit of, uh, there's some little bit of overlap because oh, yeah. we, we got together last night, all of us and, and played a little bit of some video games, but, uh, I'll start off with some usual suspects. <clears throat> been playing some more Assassin's Creed Odyssey, loving that game, slowly making my way, hopefully to the end of that game. And then maybe even digging into some like post game content. Cool. I'm like really loving that game. It's just so much fun to play. Is um, it like one of your just like wind down, like yeah, man. do shit? It's just so much fun to like. Every time I just stumble across, uh, stumble upon like another base or whatever, I'm yeah. like, oh, I got to do this now. Like, I got to take out the captain or whatever. I got to burn all the crates because it's like, it's just so much fun to do that like never ending loop. loop yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Something about that game that just scratches so many itches for me. But um, beyond that, uh, man, one of there's, there's like this small indie game. I don't know if you heard of it. It's called uh, Smash uh, Bros. Bros. Ultimate. I think I saw something like that. It was pretty. I, I was like. Yeah, walking an, around I was in Best Buy I saw some shit it's a Nindy have yeah. you heard this Nindy no but so that came out on Friday <laughs> Smash Boss uh, embargo for that also lifted on Thursday so if you get a chance check out the video review that I worked on that I helped uh, Cecilia my co-worker wrote this really glaring, uh, glowing review of the game and um, we helped transform it into like a, a much condensed six minute version but I also recommend checking out her full review for her full thoughts mm-hmm. but um on top of that, we did a stream. I did another video where we broke down the new characters that are, you know, coming to the game for the first time. Yeah, I was able to like jump in on your stream for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a it was a clusterfuck, but it was a fun clusterfuck. Yeah, it was funny. But um, yeah, Smash Bros Ultimate is a game that we've been looking forward to for a while. The last time I played Smash Bros. It's a really long time ago. I think I missed it all together on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I might have played it once or twice somewhere at a at a gathering or something. But be before that, I think the last time I played it was like on the Wii. Really? I believe. Yeah, it's been a minute. Oh yeah, no, me. I definitely I played it on the Wii, but I played it more recently. I played it maybe like three years ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. At the homie Adnan's crib. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was Adnan's crib, but it was like it was at an event or something. Mm-hmm. But I remember playing it like once and then never returning to it. <laughs> it was like a game that like I always only ever played because someone had it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. it was that kind of game. And back in the day, I remember. We, I mean, me and my brother rented the first one like from Blockbuster. And then we uh, we played a bunch of it as like middle school kids at our at our boy Manny's crib. Shout out to Manny. For sure. And then we played it again at like his crib, and then also Ray's crib when the one on Wii came out. Brawl, yeah. yeah, Brawl came out. Then Melee came out. Or whatever. Well, Melee and oh, then Melee Brawl. and then yeah. Brawl. Um, so we played it like you know here and there. But for me, it was never a thing that I stayed with and practiced with. But this time around, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna buy it. So I bought it, and um, I've been playing a lot of it, and I've been having a ton of fun with it. That's I've been true. getting into the rhythm of it, and. Uh, it's funny because last night I was like, I like a few days ago, I just messaged, messaged in our personal friend discord. I was like, Hey, you guys want to get together, play some games. And, uh, a few of us, a few of you guys came out to so you, my brother, Irv, yeah. uh, and we, we like, you know, and our, our respective others. And like, we just played some games here at, at my crib and it was like a lot of fun because that sort of pick up and play that endless loop of like, all right, let me try Samus now. Yeah, all right, right, let me right. try Kirby. All right, let me try Mario. Um, try to find your groove. Try to find your groove. Try to find so your character. Fun, oh, just such a good time. And the chaos of like finding you, like because you have it's so different from any other game because it's not like a regular fighting game where it's just like I know who I am. Yeah, you know, like your your sprites are so small and yeah, like you can lose yourself pretty <laughs> you can lose easily. Yourself, so there's a lot going on. The yeah. backgrounds are crazy. Yeah, so it's like a really chaotic game, and it's like there is. It, I mean, it's, it's a very stripped down. Um, fighter right but it, it there is a lot of skill that goes involved because you have to like be focused you have to know when to attack when to block like that triangle that they say there's like block uh block beats uh whatever it's like yeah yeah 
but I don't know how to Yeah, fucking... it's like attack beats defense yeah, and, yeah. and something defense beats whatever. Yeah, and... all that shit that the yeah. pros know. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't like, know that either. I yeah, mean, like, I guess it makes sense. But Yeah, because if someyone's shielded, you can grab them. Yeah, it's, it's like a rock, like, paper, scissors mechanic. Totally. But like knowing when to do all that is insane. Yeah, right. especially like in how fast that game can move. Uh-huh. Um, and we like to play it more casually. So we play with like items on. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are people who only play like only Omega, no items, yeah. fucking, you know, whatever. And like, <laughs> I'm sure there's a place in time for that. But for us, we're just like super yeah. noobs and we're just trying to play. We're just like, I just want to see all the trophies or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, like, assist yeah. trophies. Um, yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. And, and what's funny is that while, uh, so this past week I've been watching Cecilia play it before, up until the release of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'd come by my desk and she'd be capturing, or I'd be capturing footage for the, for the video review and I'd be watching and I'd play here and there. But I watch her play, uh, like the solo play, the solo campaign, specifically spirits mode. And I remember watching it, like especially the opening moments, and I remember like immediately being, like, um, just I don't know, completely turned off by it. Like yeah. thinking, like, oh man, I'm probably never gonna play this mode. It looks pretty terrible. Um, you know, it looks so complicated. It has a it, and it does have a bunch of like gotcha mechanics where you have to like wait for things to cool down. Mm-hmm. You can spend currency to you know evolve spirits and you can you know uh, break spirits down and use those things to get other spirits and then like you have to swap out cars and it's like a collectathon thing with stickers and, and spirits and all this and like even uh like secondary spirits there's there was so much involved that i was like Ugh, i'm never gonna touch this thing yeah it was a lot to look at a lot to look but at when at you first. play it it's actually pretty comprehensible yeah and i found myself actually getting into the swing of it and like there's never there's, there hasn't been a roadblock so far that I've encountered that I've been like, oh man, I'm, I'm trapped. Yeah. You can always find a there's way around. There's always a way around. Yeah, because yeah. you, can, you can just walk away from that one because there's been like four or five so far that I'm like, this is impossible. Some of them, I'm like, there's no way someone can beat this. Oh my God. Yeah, they were like, uh, like one hit kills. It's like, what the fuck? What? Like, or like the, the character, every time he eats, it gets stronger. So if he eats three times, you're done. So like, items yeah. go to him or something yeah like that. <laughs> it's, it's some bullshit so uh i guess for the unacquainted uh spirits mode especially the world of light mode is what you saw the trailer for where it was like the thanos thing where everybody was getting swallowed up mm-hmm. is a mode where you're on a huge map and you're playing as you start off as kirby and you're wandering this like sort of like you know kindergarten mat style map of this overworld where along the way there are little battles that you have to that you have to you know complete and each one has a set of rules so one will be like if you're, you're trying to unlock this spirit, it'll be a Pokemon. But it's because the game does, itself doesn't have that specific Pokemon model or whatever right. or character, it'll it'll have like an interpretation of it. So it'll be like, you know, uh, Pikachu, but he's green and he has like you know this thing is hat on him that looks like that other Pokemon. Right. And it'll always have some sort of rules. So like the floor is lava, or like mm-hmm. we said before, if every time he eats an item, he gets stronger, or the time is ticking down and your health is ticking down. Like so, there's always these things that are stacked against you. But like usually, like I would say, like eight out of ten times you're able to defeat it. It, you know, it might take one or two times, but you can actually do it. But some of them are just like for pro yeah, players. Yeah, they're made to like check you. Yeah, and like and it's also like you're also leveling up. There's a is a um, skill tree right. system, which is very bizarre. Yeah, for and Smash I, Bros. Yeah, for <laughs> Smash Bros. That, like, you keep all those skills. It's not like you yeah. can take them all. So you get these points as you keep playing, and then you can um, divvy them out however you see fit. Right. So, like, some will be, like, attack speed up, or um, you can hold your smash attack for in- indefinitely, right. which is really cool because yeah. it's like, that's a cheat. You know, you've never been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so after a while, you you can go back and you'd be like, oh, I can beat it now. Yeah. So I'm a little bit stronger. Um, I saw some guy on online. He had like 
um, always in metal. Like, he was, like, always in armor. He had this armor oh. perk. And he just was invulnerable. He was, like, OP. He was, like, yeah. He's, like, as soon as I got that, like, the game was, like, a Broken. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much a broken. He's, like, it lost his lore. Yeah. At that point. But I was, like, you can... Once you level up, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing, too, is, like, before each round, so let's say, like you mentioned a second ago, like, let's say this round is, like, there's a platform at the bottom. Like, the floor itself is, like, uh, lava. Mm -hmm. Along the way, you might pick up a spirit that is, like, you you get less damage from lava floors. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, in your best interest to go into your spirits and equip that one so that you go into it prepared. If you don't, then you, like, you get actually better rewards if you go in underprepared. But for most players, you're going to want to go ahead and prepare in advance. So that way you're yeah. like, you know, you can actually do it. And the game is pretty good at letting you know, like, you're not ready for the... Or you, are you sure you're not ready for the... Like, yeah, you know, like, like you, sure you, you want to have go a in? better yeah. spirit. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes I just go in, I'm like... I find, like, a set of cards that I like, and I'll just stick with those. And yeah. I just, like, go for it. Especially if it's, like, attack heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, but besides that, there's the, the, the classic, I think, like... I forget what it's called. It's it classic, classic mode. mode. Yeah. So it's like there's, like, this uh, mural that you can start. It basically just adjusts the difficulty. And uh, each character has, like, their own customized, like, progression. And they'll have a boss at the end. And along the way, I believe, in both modes, you'll be unlocking characters for your your versus mode. And if you if you decide to just stick to versus mode, every 10 minutes, the game will throw a new character at you. So it'll be like, let's say me and Cam are playing, um, and then Cam wins. Uh, every 10 minutes, it'll be like uh, a challenger approaches, and it'll be like Marth. And then yeah. Cam has to fight Marth, and then if he wins, he unlocks it for, for the game. I thought that was really cool, um, because it's like... A lot of people don't want to play the adventure mode, and a lot of people might not be into classic, right? 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 Because um, they're a little bit harder. So if you're just playing with your friends, you can still get characters, and yeah, stuff, which is really cool. I was like a little bit turned off at the fact that I was like, "Why is it gated?" This game is all about we have every character ever imagined. Yeah, yeah. You can't have them. Yet. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh fuck, man. See, I, was, like, I like that though. I don't know, man. Like, cause I, I mean, I guess it's great because I do appreciate it now because it let me like pick characters that I would never pick before you right, know? or like right. get reacquainted with characters that I used to play. Yeah. Um, which I, I, I really dig. But at first I was like, man, I just want to, you know, be Lucario or like right, Ken right. or some shit. And it's like, I haven't unlocked it, but it's, it's just like weird, um, booster pack Pokemon thing where like, Oh, we're holographic. Am I going to get this time? Yeah. And it's like, Oh shit, it's Marth. That's so cool. Yeah. But, no, I, 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 I appreciate it just because like, um, I talked about it on my viewpoints episode where I, I, I like, the the gating thing just because it it forces you to you know appreciate the characters as they come along mm-hmm. and also to learn them because like if you're playing against your friends who only have a specific amount of choices as well then you know like all right i know how to you know face off against pikachu mm-hmm. or face off against you know young link or whatever um and then it just does it over time especially because the game has like 76 characters total and also i think it becomes a fun challenge for you to play with your friends like cooperatively for your buddy who hasn't unlocked all of them to just be like, oh, let me get the control. I'll, I'll like I, I pass the control to you. I'm like, yo, you, like help me out with this one. <laughs> um, and also, if you, if you're playing this and you don't know what uh, we discovered too, I think the game also tells you eventually. But if you go to games and more in, in your menus, there's a little door at the bottom right. You can access that to to fight characters that you missed. Yeah. It only gives you one chance, but you can you can play them again. Yeah, which is really cool. I thought yeah. it was like, oh, I gotta wait for them to come around again, but it's like they're like. There's a cooldown on that as well. I don't know how long that is. Probably 10 minutes. Yeah. But you can go back and fight the ones that um, you didn't defeat, which is really dope. Word. Uh, so it's like, it wants you to have all these characters. And yeah. it doesn't, like, when you're playing, like, especially Adventure Mode, I, I recommend Adventure Mode a lot. Because, like, if you play it for, like, maybe, say, 30 minutes or an, to an hour, like, when you're, you're done, you back out of the mode, 
they give you yeah. like one or two characters sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, that's really dope. Like, yeah, it's it's the ones that you like unlock. They have like yeah, a special yeah, yeah. icon. Um, and there's something so cool about, um, yeah, like seeing your, your roster fill out over time. Mm-hmm. It makes you appreciate those characters more. It does. So it kind of reminds me when I was like, younger as a kid like nowadays i buy whatever the fuck i want and have a backlog of like 80 games <laughs> you know assuming that the the paycheck is good enough and i don't have that many expenses that month um you know i could be like yeah i'll get whatever i want now but before when when you had like three games you love them three you games. love them yeah. three games so like it lets you really appreciate those things over time as as they sort of like start to trickle in yeah, so i like sure. that and I, I think like experienced players like C- cecilia who used to play competitively yo she's dope she, yeah, she's she's real, she's real good at the game um she unlocked them with her with her friends who are also like really good. She told me, or in like two days. So if you if you really want them, you can probably bang yeah, them out spend no problem. A couple hours and just go. We we got through a lot. Like yeah, just like even though we were like getting fucked up by them, like we <laughs> yeah. we got like unlocked a bunch. Like and you don't really notice. And it's like yeah. it still feels like there's a lot. Even with the the main roster, there's like what nine characters or something like that. Yeah, off the bat, something like that. Yeah, something I don't know like if that. that's right, but uh yeah and it's it's really good and they're yeah. all different enough where it's like it doesn't feel you know some good starter characters too especially with world of light they start you off with kirby who kirby i think great. is very like beginner friendly perfect beginner character yeah. which is like he's dope like he's, he's so good like, he's yeah. actually like a like a solid player ca- yeah. character um what's funny too is last night um before our little gatheration i remember like i texted you and i was like yo uh you know everybody bring your joy cons and you were like Pfft. Joy cons. <laughs> he was like, I got the GameCube controller. I was like, You got the GameCube controller? Because I wanted to get it too. So I was like, Oh, word. So then I, I asked you if you got the adapter too. Yeah. So I was like, All right, bet. So I called up the GameStop right down the block from me and I was like, Yo, you guys have any more uh, GameCube controllers that for the Switch? He's like, Yeah, I have one more. You better run. <laughs> I was like, First of all, I'm not going to run. Yeah, relax. Yeah, you know, like, Yeah, you need to calm relax, down. Relax, Steven. I know. <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> so I like, I, you know, I like, like lightly uh, power walked yeah, to right. the GameStop. And uh, he was like, yeah, we had like 20 yesterday, and this is the last one. So I bought the last one. They, and they feel really solid. They, they feel, feel great, great man. Yeah, that matte finish on them oh, is yeah. just really nice. GameCube controller is just so classic, it's man. It's a good-ass like, controller, especially for Smash. I feel yeah. like it was designed for Smash. It really, it, I don't know, like, it just feels like it was made for this. And it, yeah. it's one of those things where, like, uh, like maybe like arcade sticks, like people cannot play Street Fighter without an arcade stick. It's like that's what it feels like. Yeah, for Smash. Man. yeah, it's it's great. It's, it's great. It's so interesting too, because like there were things that I forgot about where I was like, so I was hitting for my Smash. I think the, the Smash. Yeah, it's like, a direction and punch. Yeah, I was doing that. Mm-hmm. I was doing that originally. That's, yeah, because that's how the way you have you used to have to do it. Right, right, right. And you were telling me like, yo, you know, you can also flick the C stick, mm-hmm. and I forgot about that. He's like, yeah, you, you you can you can hold it too. And once I like. So the cool thing about Smash is that it's a very, like, uh, my other colleague, uh, Maddie Myers, who I've had the Viewpoints episode with, she says that, like, the game is, is um, it's pretty approachable because it's it's pretty flat, mm-hmm. like, in comparison to, like, a DBFZ or, like, For Street sure. Fighter or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. or Tekken. So, like, there are basically, like, two sets of, two sets of, like, main attacks. And once you sort of master them, it's a matter of, like, how you mix them and when to use them, what direction to face. Mm-hmm. You know, the rock, paper, scissors thing, when to to do that. So it's basically, like, rapid rock, paper, scissors. And um, so, like, once I unlocked that and also once I stopped using up on the stick to jump, once I started using the actual Y button or mm-hmm. X, um, that helped me also, like, reach the next level because, like, it just makes things easier. And once you have that... Uh, barrier removed you have more of like that split second timing to just think about your next move yeah and you're not necessarily worrying about like you know uh landing the directional 
yeah. stick and then hitting A, you can just flick it. It right, just right, becomes right. like there's, there's something so gratifying about learning that and overcoming that obstacle. <laughs> and, and that's a question that we'll get into later. But um, it's yeah, it's, it's fun. This really dope thing about accessibility that I love because like I'm not very good at I've never really been good at doing the smash attacks with uh, just the, the, the directional A. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like in the in the the older games, you could use the flick the stick, but it would be just a regular the basic smash attack. Right. You couldn't hold it. Right. Um, now you can hold it. I was like, that's great. Cause yeah. I, that's easy for me to get to, you know? Right, yeah. So. It's, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Like there's no need to fuss or yeah, like whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of really like helpful shit like that, that helps you get along and, and man, it's so much fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wholly addicted to it right now. Same. So <laughs> that's really good. Same. Um, we also got into a little bit of Mario part, Mario party. Yeah. Cause we had, um, we had some other folks in the, in the, <laughs> we had some other folks here that were, uh, you know, not as smash, uh, invested as yeah. we are so we're like oh, let's take a break and play some Mario Party so we played a little bit of that and bullshit man that game. game is fucking fun man <laughs> it is, it it's is really fun. silly bullshit it's bullshit it's, it's super competitive yeah. it breaks friendships <laughs> and it's just like oh man it's just like man how much can it's basically like chaos the video game mm-hmm. it's like a lot of luck a lot of shit just not going your way but it's it's like it's still fun along the process okay. like we also had a good time of like calling everybody idiots and like <laughs> yeah. you know being really shitty to each other but like playfully shitty yeah, 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 um, sure. but yeah it's just a fun game it also like forgot how beautiful these games can look especially because I got like I got this new fucking 4k HDR yeah. TV but like Man, Smash Bros. and Mario Party, like the the art direction, the color palette, everything about the textures, like there were like parts where they would zoom into like pineapple, and I was like, damn, it's like almost a fucking yeah, pineapple, almost a, almost dog. Like watermelon, almost a watermelon. This shit yeah. looks good. So like, yeah, just like Nintendo really knows how to add that really beautiful Pixar level quality to their shit that makes you like, man, I don't need this shit to be 4K HDR. It still no, looks fucking it still gorgeous. Looks gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, oh yeah, and then on top of that, we decided to take a break from Mario Party <laughs> to play another game that everybody could play because we're only playing four people at a time with Mario Party, but we decided to play Drawful. It's like another Jack in the Box game that we'd mentioned. I had mentioned a couple weeks ago, but this time around, we all got to play. So it was like, how, how many of us? It was it's probably six of us. Yeah, like six six yeah. of us total, and we were all playing on our phones. So it's basically like it's basically like a guessing game of of trying to guess who could like guess the the drawing by the person who made it, and then everyone has to sort of submit their own. Uh, their own answer, right? And then, and then, once it's time to guess, it shows you all of everybody's like made up answers, and then the real answer. Yeah. And, and then, whoever guesses the real answer gives points to the person who drew it, and also to yourself. But if you guess the other people's answers, you give it to them. Yeah. So, like, it was in your interest to like try to make a convincing answer. Answer, right? Yeah. Right. So right. it was like some of them were like, "What? E- what even is this?" And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like you come up with some shit, and then you like. You really thought that that's what that was like? It's really funny, man. It's it's hijinks. Since it's so hilarious. Like, yeah, it's a really funny game. And then there's also like a mode where you can make your own categories. You can make your own like drawings. So like you don't have to stick to the template. You can make these very personal. personal ones, yeah. We made some real personal ones yesterday that were like hilarious <laughs> that we were all laughing at. But um, yeah, it's a good time, and I think it's like dirt cheap on the Switch. So check it. I, I mean, I bought it on sale a while ago for like five bucks. So I yeah. think it, it probably is like ten bucks or fifteen bucks. It's one max. of the like the, the Jackbox series is yeah. really good. It's one of those things, like, if you see it on sale, I would grab it and just keep it. Especially if you, like, maybe might host something. Yeah, totally. It's a really good game to just get everybody involved. Everybody has a phone. Everyone has a phone, yeah. yeah. So. Totally. Great. Um, other than that, I've been playing uh, God of War. I remember I told you last week off air that, like, I was kind of dreading getting into it. I was like, oh, I really don't want to play this. Like, and it's not because it's not fun. Right. I just didn't want to do the thing of the another 40-hour game after coming off the heels of, of Red uh, Dead. Red Dead. So I was like, ah, I really don't want to play it. So I booted it up because I was like, I got to finish this. 
And I I love this fucking game, man. It's, it's good. so good, man. Like it's doing a really good job at the storytelling, I think. Um it's just, it's just really fun and I I love I forgot how much I actually love the the series. The series, right? Yeah, same. I, I I grew up with them and I I played most of them. I think the only one I didn't play was the one on PS3. Um and it's just like it's really good. It's a nice return to form. I I think they're being a little bit more um aware of the times that have changed. Yeah. Um it is very violent, don't get me wrong, but it's it's a little bit more thoughtful in that. It's more mature. Aspect. Yeah, it's a little bit more mature and I, I think it reflects in Kratos as well. Um, that he's like caring for this kid and you see it over time as like he doesn't even want to touch the kid because he doesn't want to make him quote unquote soft yeah and it's like and then over time there's like this one scene that I just got past and he's like he like pats him on the shoulder I'm like <gasps> he touched him yeah I was yeah. like oh yeah like, you know it's like this weird like emotional thing that I was like I never got that from a God of War game before never so. yeah cause you're like boning three people in a bed yeah yeah, yeah I remember ripping those. people's heads yeah, off and, and it's just like, like he's like this ruthless thing and <laughs> It's very bizarre, and it, it, it's it's really dope that um, they they kind of took a look a reimagining of this character, um, and put him in a new a, a new area where he doesn't know anything. Yeah, and he's the one that needs to learn. And it's right. like it's this weird um, flip, and I, I'm I'm enjoying it as much as like I'm enjoying the story. I'm enjoying the combat, and the more I unlock shit and upgrade my axe, I'm like yes, yeah, show me more. Like whenever every time I see those two trolls, I'm like yes, give me some shit, give me some new shit. Yeah, I was man. like, I'll do whatever quest you want me to do because I want a new pummel or some shit. Yeah, because like, it's fun to do that shit. Yeah, now yeah. my axe is all gold and shit. I'm like, yes! Yeah, you get the new handles and shit. It's oh, great. Like, so it's this good. really good reward of like, all right, I'm going to go for this like kind of difficult, um, you know, adventure, like the side quest. Yeah. Uh, just to get a new axe uh, attribute. So, yeah, it's, it's great, man. I, I'm really digging it. Um, nice. So yeah, I'm 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 upset that I was dreading it. <laughs> That's dope, man. I'm glad to hear you're like yeah. really digging it. Jumping into the news this week, uh, our first story: uh, Avengers Endgame trailer. And yep. there's no way around it. But Marvel dropped their trailer for the new Avengers title, subtitled Endgame. Yeah, and they continue to keep me on the fucking string, man. Yeah. Why I am I like this? Because it's been like. I was 10 like, years. Yeah, I mean, but it's also like, I was like, I don't give a shit about Marvel. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? You know, it's like Mar- Marvel fatigue and all that shit. Yeah. I've been talking that shit for a year and a half. That's true. Another fucking trailer comes out, watch it six times. <laughs> Trying to get every detail. <laughs> I was like, you see that Easter egg? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, so, all right, so I'm, I'm taking that you're pretty excited about this. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I, I love this shit. As much as shit as I talk about having the fatigue, like, I go out to see them all, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't see this. the last Ant-Man, but I will. Yeah, same. Yeah, I yeah. didn't watch it either. I, I kind of was like, I mean, I, we, everyone kind of suspected that Ant-Man's going to play a big role. Because he wasn't in The Last Avengers, right? The Thanos no, one? he was missing. He was missing. So you're like, huh, that's oh, curious. Okay, that's I wonder it, yeah. where he is. And also, like, you know, if you've seen the first one, you can get an idea of, like, what he's capable of yeah. and things that could happen. Um, but it does seem like they're really going for an emotional gut punch in this one, hopefully, because that's kind of what I was expecting in the first one. And yeah. I mean, I, a lot of people got that because, you know, but I, I sort of, in my mind, the entire time watching that, I was like, I didn't feel any real emotional impact because I felt like, Okay, a lot of this, this is, is set up. This is just set up. Yeah. A lot of this is probably going to be undone. Right. We're probably going to lose some of our favorites, but like still, some of this is going to be undone. So who's dying, Paul? Give Cap. It to me. Cap for sure. Iron Man. Iron Man for sure. I think those two are definitely going. I think they have to. They have to. 
Also, because like you know, a little bit of behind the scenes shit. If you know about it, yeah, it's like you know that Chris Evans is leaving. Yeah. You know that like you know maybe Robert Downey Jr. wants to move on after ten years of doing this shit. So like, also at the same time, like maybe get some new blood in there. Like maybe That's we need saying. some like, new. We it, need a new it cap. Makes, makes room for um, maybe Bucky Cap. Bucky. It makes room for more uh, Captain Marvel shit. It makes room, you know, for a new cast of people because they're not going to stop this series. You no. know, there's going to be they're probably going to do a new Avengers. That I think that would be dope. That'd be cool, and especially with all the shit that's going on with Disney and their Netflix titles, I think they could bring in maybe oh. a Daredevil because they just canceled Daredevil. Yeah. Um, so oh shit! They could make him like legit because I would love to see him like fucking around with spider-man and shit on like, the you big know? screen on the big screen yo if so first of all marvel if, i know you're listening <laughs> if you make a if you include daredevil in this cinematic universe yeah. and it's not charlie whatever the fuck his name is yeah fuck you fuck you he, he's daredevil yeah he is daredevil he's daredevil he's great he's fucking he's amazing he's great. he can hold his own get him a new suit <sighs> oh yeah oh, get him a new suit yeah, why suit. not get him a new helmet yeah. you know what i mean uh, no, yeah, so I'm excited for this, too. I'm really looking forward to it. What's funny is that um, it, and this isn't related because it's still in the Fox universe, I guess, which which might be changing, which is also going to change soon, I, I'm, oh, really? I believe. Because I think, didn't they buy, didn't they get rights no to shit? I forget how that yeah. works. But <clears throat> a couple weeks back, we, we saw Deadpool 2, finally. That movie's really good. It's good? It's fucking great. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. It's, like, way better than the first one, in my really? opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I love the, the woman who plays um, Domino. Oh, she's I met so her. good. You met her? Yeah, when I used to work at Apple. Oh, she's great. She's, she's so pretty. Like, yeah. I, like, I was looking at her face. Like, how is her face that pretty? Which, right. How is this possible? You see her in real life. She looks exactly like that. You know you see an actress or actor in like, real life. You're like, oh, he's shorter. Yeah, nah, yeah. That's, that's her. You know it's her like, immediately. You're like, shit, she's so cute. So beautiful. Yeah. Um, no, but that movie had me like hysterical laughing the entire time. Yeah. Like Just the references and Easter eggs. Those movies are so fun because... He really like just poops on everything and and like all the like little tropes mm-hmm. and it makes fun of them. He makes fun of himself a lot. Um, just they're just so good. Like yeah. and it's also like a really a pretty well written script as a whole. Yeah. Um, and it had uh, surprisingly enough it had a really emotional gut punch for me in that movie too. Aww. Um, but yeah, our next story, uh, Bethesda support finally tweeted out that they're going to be sending out replacement bags for those nylon piece of shit bags they're sending out. So they tweeted, yeah, right. They tweeted out, we're finally manufacturing plans for replacement canvas bags for the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition. If you purchased the CE, please visit blah, 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 and submit a ticket before January 31st. Uh, we'll arrange to send you a replacement as soon as the bags are ready. So if you have one of those... Uh, go get your replacement because, you know, you kind of deserve it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, give it what you pay for. Yeah. What would you thought you were getting paid for? Also, Epic, though, like, good on you for, for at, least, at least acknowledging this and doing something about it because those people paid $200 to play your game. Yeah. Give them a nice canvas bag. I don't know. Yeah. Give them something a little nicer than that, that nylon, like, that's the same kind of bag and you get. Fucking $5 in credit. Yeah, that's that that's was, bullshit. That was bullshit. That's dirty, I was like, yeah, you're an asshole because you know you only paid maybe a dollar for the bags. Right. In total. Also, like, how much is that going to cost you? A code. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you could have given them an extra ten, five bucks. Fifteen or... bucks. Like, come on. <sighs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, our next story, uh, Two Melly is ro- is um, suing the shit out of uh, Epic. Were you going to say he's rocking? What? I don't know. I didn't sound like you were going to say Two Melly is rocking. 
Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Two milli is rocking all the way to the bank. <laughs> milli rocking all the way to the bank. Um, so, yeah, so essentially, if you haven't been following the story, uh, a while ago, uh, Chance the Rapper tweeted up out that, like, Fortnite should put up actual money for the artists who popularized certain dances and even, or, you know, originally created these dances because they've been using them and selling them as, you know, emotes and shit. And surprisingly enough, he's actually taken legal action against the creators of, of Fortnite, Epic, and uh, is in a lawsuit filed last Monday, accuses Fortnite developer Epic Games of unauthorized misappropriation. This is taken from the BBC, Ooh, the channel, the channel, not the, <laughs> the channel, yeah. not the not the category. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so, and basically, according to the article too, U.S. Uh, U.S. copyright law covers choreographic works fixed in some tangible medium of expression. End quote, but does not currently extend to individual dance steps. Again, it says, uh, quote, individual movements of dance steps by themselves are not copyrightable, even if a routine is novel or distinctive, end quote, says the U.S. copyright state in its official guidance material. But this is where I find, like, the I call bullshit. bullshit because, like, copyright laws mm-hmm. were made for, like, a long time ago, and they're kind of bullshit anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a we piece kn- of shit. I, I hate when people can't acknowledge that there's a game going on, right? It's like... They use copyright to fucking to to pick out a guitar rift. If right. It sounds stu- like you can fucking Bon Jovi could sue whoever is like I I did that guitar rift. Like, yeah, yeah. It's notes. What are you talking about? But like they'll get their money. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about the two milli the milli rock is that there's a you can find the origin. Like, right. We know the origin. The like, shit's on YouTube dated, you know, yeah. this date. Yeah. This date. It's not like we're talking about the Roger Rabbit dance and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't know who came up with that in the 80s, but like, right, right. we credit AC Slater, but I mean, <laughs> who knows? But right, like, right, right. we know who it is. It's like, yo, just give him some conversation or at least credit him in the, this. The dance has a name. Right. Why are you calling it the swipe? Swipe it. Don't call it bullshit like don't, don't, don't i hate that game shit like where people yeah. are intellectually dishonest and they're like well technically technically we can't yeah it's like that's bullshit man. It's bullshit Just pay the man or like give him the credit do something where Word. it's like you know meaningful i understand like you don't want to give up or get rid of the dance something yeah do something do something something like, must be done the thing about like black entertainment and coming up with culture basically yep it's like these people are never credited and it's like <laughs> you're just like taking holy from them and then yeah. not and being like well if we change the name it's like, it's like people coming to america they change the whole fucking name <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's crazy because it's like um in this particular case it's a little it's a little more gross because yeah. it's like here is like you know, spend credits and then unlock this thing that, you know, someone created and we could potentially be compensating right. or at least at the very least crediting. Right. Um, and I don't know. I think he's got a case here. I don't, I'm, according to the law, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I think that... I think if he gets some good lawyers in there, man. Probably, Hopefully right? he can do it. Maybe he can get his two million. You know what I'm saying? I predict that they just remove it. And they don't do shit about it. Yeah, but they have all the ga- dances in there, like the shoot dance and yeah. all this stuff. It's like... All these dances, they have the dance from um, Scrubs, the, Scrubs, like the the Running Man. Yeah, it's like okay, I understand that like the Running Man is not his thing, but you literally mocapped him, like that scene, that scene. like those string of moves. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's not like it's just a regular thing. You took his, you know, like his yeah. thing. It's it's very bizarre, man. Right. And then did you see the um, the Game Awards? They re- they announced like the new area that they. 
Oh yeah, like the the thing that they can it's like player created. Yeah, did you take that as a jab? Oh. To Millie because they call it the block. Oh wow. That's isn't that weird? <laughs> like, That's pretty sus. Actually, thinking about it now, like it's like we call it the block. You can after... swipe it on this block <laughs> on every block that the characters create. Isn't that a little weird? That's crazy. I was like, I would have called it something else. I, maybe they didn't mean it. Like, yeah, yeah. As that, but like, also maybe they did though. That's what I'm saying. There's like this little like. Oh shit! Like, what is that called? Uh, denial, whatever. Plausible deniability. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah they're like, like we didn't know. The, the, the marketing for it's gonna be like swipe it on any block. <laughs> That's crazy, yo. That's fucking wild. I was just like, hold on, you can't call it. The Damn, block. I didn't even think about that. You can't call it the block. That's wild. You can't call it the block. I hope he gets something, man. I hope he gets something. I, for I just real. think they should do the right. Thing. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, so I I know, we have been it. talking about it for, since it came out. We're like, yo. Yeah. Also. Award everybody else compensation to some degree. For sure. At least credit them. God damn. Anyway, uh, so here's a, so the, the Game Awards happened this week. Did you get a chance to check them out at all? I saw the tail end, like, probably the last, like, hour. That's kind of, like, the, the main thing you oh, want to okay. check out anyway. Yeah. I sat around for most of it just you to check the out the... Trip? Yeah, because it was fun to also talk about it in our Discord, and then also we were talking about it in, like, our, our like, company Slack. Like, we were yeah. just all bullshitting, like, just making jokes and stuff. But as far as uh, games that were uh, winners... Uh, game of the year, of course, went to God of War, a game we were just affectionately talking about. Yeah. Um, it's beat out, surprisingly enough, Red Dead 2 and... Um, Did it, was that a surprise? Was that a, I, I think a lot of people had Red Dead pegged for a lot of things, but... I, game of the year, maybe not. Yeah. But still, it was like a tough competition. Like yeah, That, that category so. also had AC Odyssey, Celeste, which in my opinion is a phenomenal game. I thought Celeste game. was going to clean up. Oh, man. It's such a From good game. From what I hear, yeah, like everybody loves that game. Spider-Man was also in that category. Monster Hunter World for whatever reason, was in the category. That's a great game. <laughs> Best man. game of the year? Come on. That's, That's a, a game mad year. people play that game. It's great. Mad people play Fortnite. Yeah, but it's not. They didn't come out this year. Okay. Stop hating. Best ongoing game, Fortnite. There you go. Uh, Best game direction, uh, God of War. Best mm. narrative, Red Dead 2. I could see that. Best art direction, Return of the Oberdin, which I still need to play. I've heard so much about and I've seen... That's that weird looking game. Yeah, it's the like black and white one. Like, what is that, stempling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's made to look like an old Macintosh mm-hmm. game. Uh, Best score music, Red Dead 2. And seeing some of those performances was actually really cool because that... you can hear the lyrics and you're like, oh my god, it's, you're, it's telling the story of the game. Yeah, that... um. That that scene in uh, the game was really good. Like I love that. Yeah, scene. when he's like, like riding back in, it's like, yeah. what does he say? It's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, they actually singing. Oh yeah, they had them, <laughs> had all of them out there. Uh, best audio design went to Red Dead Two. Best performance went to uh, Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan for Red Dead Two, which is so interesting because the guy, it's weird hearing his voice but in a different accent, and also like the guy seems like a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like seeing him on stage is like, oh my god, that's Arthur. Yeah. Uh, Games for Impact winner went to Celeste. Also, that acceptance speech, the the guy who made the game, um, I, I'm blanking on his name right now, but it was really beautiful because the game does uh, tackle sort of like depression and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, and and he was saying the. I mean, I'm I'm definitely paraphrasing here, but he was saying like you know if the game helped you get out of some sort of funk or made you you know dig yourself out of some hole like that was your doing and you're capable of so much more. Mm. So he's like, don't that's give awesome. us the game credit like you did that. So I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. That's and and the game sort of like tackles that sort of stuff. And it's it's seriously if you haven't played Celeste, 
don't be intimidated by how difficult people that might have said it was. Like you can also tune that stuff down if you want. <laughs> I didn't, <clears throat> you know, uh, but it's so good. Best independent game, Celeste, which I think is uh, that was a tough category considering uh, there was Dead Cells, Into the Breach, uh, Overdin, The Messenger. Those were some really good games in that one. Uh, best mobile game, Florence. Shout out to Annapurna. Yeah, uh, I still haven't played that. I got to play that. Oh man, it's great. I don't know. If, I, th- I don't know if it's on Android, but I got to check. Now that I'm on fucking Android, I can't play Donut County either. I don't think it's on Android. I could be wrong. I was looking for it. I couldn't find it. Um, best VR slash AR game, uh, Astrobot 1, which is a bullshit Tetris Effect to 1. Uh, best action game, Dead Cells. Uh, a bunch of these a bunch of these things. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of uh, really, really cool games. And then there were like the, the category games, which are, you know, kind of interesting. I, I you know, wonder how important they really really are in the long in the long uh, run but i think this is just how do you how do you feel about the game awards as a whole I don't, I, i'm kind of conflicted because like to a degree i think that like yeah we should be celebrating these amazing works of art and we should be sort of like congratulating them and, and thanking them in a way but there are times where i feel like it does feel a little gross in some mm. ways where like i don't know where that the culture is still so focused on like show us commercials show us trailers yeah. show us things for us to buy mm-hmm. that like sometimes i think that stuff gets in the way of the like the serious award show that it wants to be because half the appeal for the show at least for me was like like the super bowl it's like oh, i'm watching the super bowl for the commercials mm-hmm. like i'm not really a big football fan but like i want to see what trailer they might unveil or what you know new game is going to mm-hmm. get announced or whatever so i think that kind of muddies the waters but i don't know what do you think I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm a little conflicted. Like, I I think there needs to be something to celebrate games in this way, right? Um, but it's still it's still that thing of like, yo, esports are trying to be like sports sports, and it's like I think they need to maybe steer away from that. And like the the this award show is trying to be the Oscars, and it's like it doesn't necessarily work that way. Yeah, like it, it feels off. Right. I'm not saying that it's like bad or anything. Like the production was great. Like it, yeah, it's it a was phenomenal. really good show. Like it right. was a really well-produced show but like i don't know man there's just something like off i'm like oh this is weird like it just doesn't fit you know yeah that is kind of weird i mean i I agree i think that we need to stop sort of like emulating the oscars and because even like i mean i have a problem with award shows in general i think Mm -hmm. they're a little too circle jerky but like i don't know there's there's probably a way to do this without it being like I remember, I remember last year, in my opinion, it was better than last year. Because last year, between breaks, it'd be like, all right, now's your chance to go to fucking this website and get a deal on this brand new yeah. Razer keyboard. And it was like, oh, okay, I don't, this is kind of gross. This year was like a little less gross in that way, but it was still like, every once in a while, Jeff Keighley would be like, he would say some shit and then he would say the tagline. All right, anyway, we're moving on to whatever this thing. Maybe they should get like a host instead of him. Maybe. Like he's, I mean, he's not bad or anything. He's not bad. But I'm just saying, like, maybe it shouldn't be, like, it's his thing. I don't know, though. I feel like it's too late for that. He's, like, he's so closely he's, he's the face, connected you know? to that. Yeah. I mean, so it's still early on. I guess. Like, they're going to continue doing this shit because he's, like, it's obviously a passion project. It's, like. Yeah. But he's so also so, like, I mean, he's pretty likable. He's pretty, like, genuine. Yeah. He, no. you, could, you can tell he's, like, he earnestly believes, like, he's, you know, this is good. And I, and I think, I think it's pretty good, too. I think for the most yeah. part, it's pretty good. But, um. There are also times where it's just like, all right, for the winner of this thing, it's this one. All right, and moving on. For the winner yeah, for this one, it's weird. this one. It's like, I like tuned what? in huh? as they were like listing a bunch of winners. I was like, well, I want to see those people. Yeah, can we can we get them on stage for a second? Yeah, it was or? like the sound engineers and shit. I was like, that would be dope. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's what they need to do different because that's what they they don't do at other award shows. Yeah, know? and then but imagine if it was like in the Oscars, it'd be like, all right, uh, before we move on to like you know, best supporting actor. 
Or maybe do that in the pre-show. Here's a world premiere of a trailer. Of a movie. Yeah. You're like, what? What the fuck? Uh, it just kind of felt a little off. Weird. I don't know. It, yeah. it just like, I guess you kind of need that in this, unfortunately, in this kind of space where like so much of this shit, like you looked at the Diablo Immortal reveal and like people getting mad because they weren't shown a commercial essentially is like, that's crazy. It's crazy that like we get so, like E3 is our biggest event of the year and it's basically just like one big commercial. Mm-hmm. Like we're just like paying to go look at commercials. commercials right. I don't know. There's there's just something <laughs> fucking weird about it. But I don't know. At the same time, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting to see like the new stuff. But yeah, also I'm, like I'm really know. into the announcements and shit. So yeah, I mean, speaking of which, uh, the announcements wrap up for the Game Awards themselves uh, were pretty exciting. Um, you know, like so they uh, something that was really interesting actually. Uh, all three like presidents or whatever of each of the major console manufacturers yeah. were on stage at the same time, which, is, cool. which is pretty cool. I thought they were going to do some shit. Yeah, me too. Like, cross-play forever. We're, we're announcing, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> cross-play forever. <laughs> the PlayStation Switch won. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so a couple of things that were announced that I think were pretty cool. So Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming to Switch, and it's an exclusive, which is interesting. Um, so this is a sort of, like, co-op, multiplayer game, four-player. I used to play these games. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I, well, the X-Men ones that yeah. started it all off. Oh, oh damn, shit. Paul. <laughs> Sorry, I dropped my mic. Thing is like, it's like it's like this heavy, so it tipped over. Um, on top of that, Far Cry New Dawn got released Yo, how do you February. feel about this game? Oh, man. Um, so, Gita wrote a really cool piece based uh, earlier this week based on the uh, reveal of the box art, which mm-hmm. which is, like, pretty... pretty um, that's the word I'm looking for. Heavy? Pretty heavy. Pretty, like, you know, controversial in some ways where mm-hmm. it's, like, these two badass, like, black girls with, like, braids, like, braided hair. And they have, like, these dope-ass guns out. And then they have, like, a, a white guy tied strung, to a car. Yeah, so it's very, like, oh, this is a pretty loaded image, right? Like, they're, like, oh, shit, you know. But same thing happened with, like, Far Cry, right? Far Cry Far 5. Far 5, yeah. Where you're, like, oh, wow. They didn't oh, wow. go there. They didn't go there. Because, like, you, you're, like, oh, okay, this is, like, this cult out in Montana. And, you know, it's some really scary parallels with what's going on currently. And, sure, you can make the argument it was started, like, five years ago. And it probably wasn't that prevalent at the time. But also, you can't ignore the fact that, like, they're really they're really leaning into these sort of this imagery. And we've talked about this before, about, like, yeah. game developers leaning into this sort of, like, you know, there are dickheads out there who are like, keep your politics out of my games, but they don't realize that fucking everything's Everything political. Is yeah. You know what the fuck you're talking about. So in this one in particular, like, the trailer itself looks looked cool. I was like, oh, shit, this is dope. Like, it had a pretty cool song on it, and they had these, like, these two really badass, like, uh, female lead characters. And I'm like, oh, it's inciting that thing in me that i'm like oh that's cool i want to play it but then i realized also like i've been burned before by ubisoft so many times and i'm like i know going in that i'm not going to expect some sort of like cultural major like you know poignant thing they're going to communicate i think i want to wait until like the uh the um activision publisher sale or some shit because like or ubisoft ubisoft i'm sorry yeah but like yeah because like you said it's like i i know i'm gonna get burned again like I know it, but there's like that small Chance, little light right? inside of me that's like it's flickering, but it's like, but what if they say something cool? What if they say something prevalent? That's what I'm and... saying because like I think that like the concept of the last game was so interesting, and they like they at some point they somebody wanted to go there, right? You know, right? Because you, you can't, <laughs> yeah. And the game, I mean. You can, you can talk about how, like, keep your politics out of my games all you want, but if you play fucking Far Cry 5, there are people who are littered throughout the world, NPCs that are, like, saying things mm-hmm. that are, like, echoes of what's happening in our world with, like, 
you know, and and they might be mocking it, and they might be doing it in that South Park sort of cowardly way, where it's like everybody sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of spineless. But I don't know. A part of you wants to think like, oh, there might be something cool, especially like with the religious the religious cult thing at the time. I was like, wow, this might actually do something. But it was like magic juice has poisoned their brains. And this one is interesting because it also kind of like. It gives you that, again, that small little candle inside of me that's like flickering, like, mm-hmm. you know, on and off. It's like, okay, so the events of the fir- of the Far Cry 5, this is like the things that happened after it. Because this is after the nukes fell. And this is them living in that post-apocalyptic world mm-hmm. and having to like, you know, live for themselves and, and live with the aftermath of what happened as a result. Yeah. So that I'm interested in. But I also like... Yeah, it's Far Cry. Yeah. I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I know not to expect anything too mind blowing, but it looks good. It looks good. It looks fun. Mm. The characters look dope. I don't know. We'll see. I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm I remain hopeful. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, Super Giant's new game looks pretty cool. It's called Hades. It's in early access right now. Cool. It's from the people who made Bas- uh, Bastion and Pyre. I still haven't played Pyre. God, I really want to play Pyre. That's that like sports game. Yeah. Yeah. Anthem still looks pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's, on, it's apparently got a release date for February twenty second. Um, Bioware says there won't be any branching narratives, so that's interesting. What happened? I thought I heard something. Oh, <laughs> uh, Crash Team Racing is coming to uh, to PlayStation Four on June twenty first, which is oh, it's actually coming to PS Four, Xbox One, and Switch. So it's like the the Mario Kart that's not Mario Kart, but it's on everything else. Mm. Was this good? I don't know. Yeah. Listeners, let us know because I never played it. Obsidian's new game is called Outer Worlds. This looks interesting. This looks pretty uh, cool, actually. Yeah, uh, this looks really dope. It's a first-person shooter with RPG touches, like Fallout New Vegas, but it's in space. Also, it was like I remember talking about it in our in our um, Slack channel. We were like, "Was that like a subliminal shot at Fallout seventy six? Because it was like from the makers of the original Fallout and Fallout New Vegas. So it was like, yeah. "Yo, remember those good Fallouts? <laughs> it's like we're, we're making them, a game. Yeah. yeah, we're not there. We're making this one." Uh, Hello Games is making The Last Campfire, which looks beautiful. It's like a really cool, like, short, apparently they're calling it. Um, but it's an adventure full of lost folk, strange creatures, and mysterious ruins. So I'm curious to see what else, like, they, they're capable of considering what they've been doing with No Man's Sky, but mm-hmm. in a different format. Like, I'm I'm definitely curious about this. Sonic Fox won Best Esports Player. Shout out to Sonic Fox. That was cool. Gave a, fr- a pretty hilarious speech at the end. He, he even said, uh, quote, so nervous, he man. was so nervous. He said, quote, I'm gay, black, a furry. Pretty much everything a Republican hates, and the best esports player of the year, I guess. End quote. So he he was really kind of going for, it. and then later on Twitter he was like going off. So yeah. he's just a really fun, interesting character Go to watch. It. Just really abrasive and just not unapologetic, which is kind of cool. Yeah, because you see it you you see it all the time from the other side, but you don't necessarily see it from, from this side. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. You know what? Go for it. Fuck it's, it. It's cool because like he can back it up with his play. <laughs> no, he's just like fuck. He's good though. And he's like a rich kid. He's like doing yeah. his thing he's like from he's from New York or Jersey right I think he's from Delaware originally oh okay or something like that but I think uh, he's he lives in New York, New York so okay. he, yeah yeah he goes to school in New York yeah yeah uh, player ba- player unknowns battlegrounds is getting a new winter map um, which is going to be interesting it's it's a, it's available now I think on the test servers for PC oh yeah PUBG PUBG link <laughs> to the game remember again. that game uh, what else? What else? Uh, Ashen is out now. It's on Xbox and PC. I think. Yeah, it's it's officially out. You got to play that. You got to play that like two e three ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bioware teases Dragon Age four. Um, oh, Mortal Kombat eleven got announced. It's coming out on April twenty third. Uh, which is an interesting uh trailer because it had um, twenty one Savage 
on the on the like the music. That shit was violent, yeah. And one of my fucking one of my now viral tweets also I had like the Kotaku effect of some of my uh colleagues just retweeting it. It just went viral. But I just said I I need a DLC character download for Twenty One Savage. <laughs> if that doesn't happen, I'm gonna be fucking upset, you know. He's like twenty one, twenty one. Um yeah, that we we mentioned before, Fortnite's Risky Reels is now the block, oh, so it'll feature player made creations, which I think is kind of cool. It, it kind of gives you an idea of like f- the future for Fortnite. Maybe it becomes more of a much more collaborative thing in mm. that way. Who knows? I mean, this could also just be an experiment that goes to shit and doesn't work. But hey, at least they're trying new shit. Uh, also, try crediting and paying people that you steal shit from. For sure. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has gotten their like major first reveal for the pack, the first downloadable pack, um, and it's Joker from Persona Five, which is really cool, actually. Really dope. Really branching out. Because I love that art style. I never played the game, but that shit. I was like, I'm excited for it. Also, gives you hope that they're going to finally port the shit over to Switch. Please, I'll play it if it's on Switch. Yeah, because I we have it, and I'm like, I want to play this game, but I also don't want to play it like locked to my tv yeah. i would love to play it like on the train or like on the go or mm-hmm. wherever so hold on here here's hope for i don't know it it coming to switch we can only hope before we jump into the second half of the show we just wanted to thank you all our listeners uh thank you so much for donating to the show and helping us put some money in the tip jar it really really helps us you know kind of keep the show going keep it afloat um donating to the show basically means that we can help deliver to you guys every week um and you know it just shows us a little bit more love and, and helps us get maybe some better equipment down the road and and you know host some things later for for you guys as well yeah. so if you dig the show and want to help throw a little bit of cash in the tip jar please please go to our anchor profile on a, on a website on a web browser rather or on a mobile browser and click the little supporter button and just give us as low as a dollar a month yeah whatever you can man. whatever you can it's been helping yeah quarter an episode Jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email at questions at the dash optional dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can drop them into our Discord questions channel, or if you have the Anchor app, drop us a voice message that we'll play on the show. Uh, Levi went ahead and did that for us, so we're going to play that right now. Hey guys, it's Levi. Uh, okay, so here's the question. Do you guys read the replies? I know, Paul, you make stuff for YouTube, and Cam, you're on Twitter just like me. For a while, I would, like, scroll down on Trump tweets, but that fucking sucks, obviously, so I don't do that anymore. Um, But, yeah, what do you guys do when you post shit online and people are giving you feedback? So that is a really, really solid question. Yeah. um, I don't have as much exposure. Like, I, I remember, like, my old Twitter... I had gotten a little bit of fame that I didn't like mm. after the extra butter thing. And that's what I deleted it like shortly after that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I kind of like went viral. <laughs> oh, wow. But people were looking at my tweets just because they didn't fucking care what I was looking at. But yeah, sometimes I do. Um, I read that shit. I read the replies, man. It's, it's this weird like need. I'm like, motherfucker. And I get into arguments yeah. with myself as if. I I don't respond to a lot of people, but yeah, I do read replies, man. It sucks, man. So ever since uh, having been doing this for a year now, especially now that I've been putting my my face and voice in, mm. in certain things, uh, especially for like kind of controversial topics, like depending on what kind of viewpoints, questions we're asking. Sometimes I like to push buttons, not necessarily on purpose, but these are questions that like you know they're pretty pretty relevant, they're mm. pretty topical, they're things that I'm curious about personally. Um, 
I do read the, I have to read the comments, uh, basically just to kind of do a little bit of moderation, especially like the YouTube is pretty good for flagging stuff. Um, but also our Kinja, like the art platform that we use on the site is pretty good for that as well. But every once in a while, something will kind of fall through the cracks that I have to like kind of get rid of or, or ban people for. So there are some really nasty, nasty comments out there. Um, <clears throat> especially if I'm with one of my coworkers, if, if there happens to be one of my female colleagues that are on the the episode with me or, or video with me you know there's some be some fuck shit there's some fuck shit and it just has has nothing to do with what we're talking about it has nothing to do with you know anything else but it's it's sexist it's racist it's homophobic it's transphobic it's just it's just bullshit hate from yeah. miserable assholes who they have nothing better to do and i think once you realize that and you can kind of move past that and, and they like to push your buttons because they they know the things that will probably make you feel shitty and they're gonna like hone in on those specific things so you have to like sort of learn to it's unfortunate but sometimes you know like straight up like they'll say shit about me or they or they or they say shit about my coworkers that i I immediately delete them or i ban them like Mm. even in our twitch on our live streams for the most part 99 percent of the people who come into the chat to the chat are great they're super friendly super like people that want to see the content yeah and they're happy to like be here and they're i'm sure if they saw something that they didn't like they'd probably move on and walk away and find something that they would like mm-hmm. like any sort of i think in my opinion healthy normal sane person would mm-hmm. do um but there are those who like go out of their way to want to shit on you and want to want you to fail and want you to do this and you know uh this blog or this brand is is this because you know i've, I've heard it said said this many times everywhere else so i have the need to say it and pay it forward in some way and um yeah i can't front sometimes it does get to me mm-hmm. but i also know not to respond to them cause that's what they want I take I take a lot of pleasure in uh, deleting those comments. Thanos in them. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. Just like in one click, they're yeah. gone, and it's like, and in one click, sometimes you 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 have to put the nuke down, and you have to ban them, or you have to like report mm-hmm. them or flag them, because like you know that kind of shit just like is not healthy, and they shouldn't be continuing to use this account for that. And I swear to you, man, ten times out of ten, because I I also go that extra layer. I don't respond, but I'll go through the to the, to the, their profile. And on our site, they'll comment on every other person of colors <laughs> post, every other like woman who's writing on the site, and they post fuck shit. They just post like bullshit, like poison, mm-hmm. toxic bullshit, because they have nothing better to do. And that's like in a way, it's it's a little it's concerning, and it's also it makes me a little sad for them. It makes me pity them because I'm like, that sucks. Like I mean, for us, and I hope hopefully our listeners, if you find something that you don't like or something that you disagree with, hopefully. And there are people that I also appreciate that I'll let rock on, on the comments. Like, if you have a constructive a comment... Yeah, we can disagree. Or you have a, like, you know, you have a point that you want right. to make and you want to debate with me, I'll let you live. I'm, I'm going to let you live on there. I might even respond. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I let the comments, for the most part, let it be like a discussion for the for the people. viewers and, the, and the, the readers because I want them to talk. And then every once in a while, if someone needs a clarification or something, or maybe I want to add something to the conversation, it's all about adding to mm-hmm. me. If you're adding some sort of perspective or you're adding some sort of value to the conversation, I let it rock, especially if you disagree with me. Have a point. Yeah, have a point. (laughs) So I'll let that live. Or sometimes if it's like an easy dunk, if they have something Mm. to say that it's like kind of stupid, but it's like it's not personal or it's not nasty. I'll let it sit there for a second because within like within a minute or two, people will come and be like, well, actually, if you you read the video or you here's the other part Uh, again, 10 times out of 10. Those those first nasty comments are people who didn't even bother watching the video. Of course, they saw the title 
or they saw the description. They saw the they saw the thumbnail mm. and they were like, "This is bullshit because this." Like from my Smash viewpoints, I was like, "Don't be intimidated by Smash." And the title was, "Is it too late?" If they watch the video, they would see that I'm like, "No, it's not too late. I'm gonna I can't wait to play it. I'm gonna have a lot of fun with it." But they didn't see that. They were like, "No, this is bullshit. How dare you?" And they're just like caping for their favorite games out there, and like no one's paying you to do that. Why are you Why are you fighting so hard for this? So yeah, I do read that stuff. Uh, I will very rarely ever respond to it unless you have like a good you know something to add, like we mentioned, and I can sort of add back. Mm -hmm. Um, If not, I'll just agree and I'll like like it or whatever. But uh, if it's toxic or it's bullshit, I'll delete it. But yeah, there are times where it does really really get to you, and it makes you sort of question your own self worth. It makes you question that imposter syndrome kicks in full gear mm-hmm. and you have to take a step back and like, it's good to have friends in place who are who remind you that like, nah, this is why you're here. I also think like a lot of times those people are just like straight up like miserable and they want your job basically. So yeah, they're mad that you they have really it. like you. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. they don't know how to address you without feeling like, you know, I'm on their, you know, yeah. shit, you know, like yeah. I'm jocking you or some shit, you know, like, I don't know. They don't know how to, be like, yeah, I'm a fan. Right. I'm yeah. A fan. I just want to talk to you. Like, right. And sometimes, like, <laughs> and sometimes if it's like a nasty comment or it's like bordering on a nasty comment, and then I respond, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I didn't expect you to. Of course, because respond, like so. they know a lot of times, like positive, like um, feedback and like positive comments don't go necessarily. They don't get responded to a lot right. times, and that's just history of like which more because it's like yes, that's. I, I don't need to really respond to it. It's like, I, they get it. Mm-hmm. A negative comment, you have to like correct someone. Yeah. So they know that's, that's my way in, you know, like I need to get in there. Oh just, to, I need you to see me. Yeah. Like notice me. Yeah. And if there's one thing that gamers love to do oh, is man. correct you. Oh, of course. It's like, it's like the number one hobby, like besides playing games, it's like yeah, correcting people. It's like those people, people that like, correct you, like with grammar and all that stuff. It's like, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. It's like, cool. Appreciate all right. It. All right. But also, now like, what? <laughs> yeah, now, okay, what, like, what, what original thought do you have, yeah. you know, besides, and it's funny, I mean, it's not funny, but it's, it's kind of alarming, but mm. yeah, sometimes those people are so used to not getting a response, like, they're like the ones that I shadow ban, or they're the ones that I just sort of Thanos delete mm-hmm. comment snap, um, that when you do go, oh, hey, actually, if you took a minute to read the comment, or the, the full parag- the full article, or the, watch the video, you'd see blah, 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 blah. And they're they're always surprised. Oh, hey, I didn't think you'd see that, but uh, cool. Thank you for answering. And it's like, oh, now you're nice because they weren't expecting for you to. They don't see you as a human being. No, not at all. And they don't see you as a human being that can make mistakes or they can make errors. Like we're we're supposed to be these perfect, of course, machines. Have, if you're like in the media, that you're on like a pedestal for people who don't necessarily do this or maybe want to do this, right? And they they're already they're putting they're projecting like this importance on you where it's like, yo. If you don't agree or, like, if you don't like what I'm doing, you don't have to watch it at all. No. In fact, I encourage you not to. And there's, there's plenty of other people, especially at your job, like, that they can get different points of view from. They right, don't, they don't right. have to go to your stream. They right. can go to someone else's stream. They yeah, can, yeah, You know, like, I don't know. But, like, uh, yeah, I, I, I do, like, in, in general, like, if it's a topic that I see or if someone has a really shitty take, I do go into the comments and just see what people are reading on different things and then sometimes i'll write out like a long fucking thing i'm like it ain't worth it and i'll just not worth it, it or i'll put it in my drafts like yeah it's not worth it it's also like i don't want to be going back and forth because i've never changed someone's fucking mind on, on no my, you can't i've never done those that. platforms aren't designed for it no not those at all. platforms are not designed to have a healthy discussion like the way we do every week right they're made to just be like 
uh, point blank period. I win. Checkmate. Yeah. Drop That's, the mic. Drop the mic. Yeah, everybody Everyone's, wants to have that moment. Yeah, everyone's trying to get that moment, but it's like you don't always have to do that. You don't like sometimes you don't always have to have those kind of you know discussions. And you know, I've I've read Reddit threads that just you know spiral into nonsense or YouTube comments that spiral into nonsense. A lot know? of times, like that, I think that's what. Like I used to be a Reddit addict, and I've the last couple of years I've weaned myself weaned myself off, and it's because of like all the toxic shit I used to read on there. I'm like, yo, this is not my people, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of I mean, there are some communities that are really dope, sure, but like sure. a lot most of the time I was just finding like bullshit. And I was like, yo, this is not even what this is about. Right and now. it's like it's rhetoric that like you see regurgitated, mm-hmm. you know, from from other places where you're like, wow, that's not an original thought of yours. That's, mm-hmm. that's a thought that you've seen somewhere else. Yeah. And you, and the, the internet now is, is designed in such a way with these platforms where a shitty opinion can get popular because the person doing it is charismatic or puts it along with some really cool, uh, persuasive music and then presents it really polishedly with some after effects animations. So you, you're a 16 year old kid watching this thing and you're going, Oh wow, I agree with this. Mm-hmm. And this is very, this is a very good point. So much so that even with my, I had a family member a while back, uh, a younger family member of mine, a little, a younger cousin, where we were talking about Battlefield, and I was like, because he, I, I know he liked Battlefield, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, you are you gonna check out the new one? And he started telling me about, um, he's telling me about how like you know he wasn't into it because of how historically inaccurate it was, mm-hmm. and because, and he tripped up and he said something about he said like he was gonna say woman, but he said you know then he he mentioned the the prosthetic arm and all this other stuff. And I was like looking at him and it was like, it wasn't the right place to kind of sort of like talk about right. that because I was talking to him across the room in front of a bunch of family. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like they got to him, you know, like right. they, they sort of like, he believes that bullshit. And, you know, if, if he had, took the time to sort of, and hopefully over time, you know, when I was 16, I had shitty opinions and, and I had really terrible opinions five years ago oh, facts. and I've grown <laughs> and I, and I've like, you know, I've learned about myself. I've learned about the world. Mm-hmm. I've, I've like... I know when to realize I'm wrong. I know when to move past it and and to accept that I've been wrong. You, you can probably dig up something, you know, that like an opinion of mine that I tweeted out that was like shitty and like, right. oops, like I'm, I'm sorry about that. We all have that kind of shit, especially now that it's all archived online. Right, for sure. So, you know, hopefully you can, you have the capacity to grow and apologize and move forward and learn from it. And, 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 uh, with these commenters hopefully you 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 want to hope and believe that they also have that same capacity that they can yeah but it's also like the same if you can't change your environment and like who you're interacting with and just get a different perspective and like like i can understand if you were like raised not around certain folks and like not being exposed to certain things you have naturally uh, a certain way that you think you know but if if you were genuinely trying to flesh out that thought like why is it this way i want to understand if you're trying to truly understand that's one thing but like all these people just want to have a take they want to hurt feelings they want you to fucking they want to be banned you know that's the thing i don't know yeah i think i think it like for me a lot of times it always comes about comes down to or comes back to ego Mm -hmm. ego i always try to say and preach to like try to kill and suppress your ego as much as possible, but also like feed it whenever necessary. Like there are sometimes where a healthy dose of ego can help you stand up for yourself or it can help you like stand up for a point you're making that you want to get across, you mm-hmm. want to fight for. But a lot of times these things boil down to ego. So ego is like, I'm not changing my mind. Like I've made up my mind and you can't change me and I am better than you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's always kind of reflected on you. It's always about, I need to be right because I need to win here. Yeah. 
and that's just bullshit that's just bullshit ego talking and if you can learn to accept that you're wrong acknowledge that you're wrong i'm always happy to acknowledge that i'm wrong yeah, i'm sure. like oh shit you know what that's my bad oops i'll move on right. i've had comments like that go on before where i remember like back in battlefield four days i was like man look at this like shitty net code or whatever and then somebody would point out like, oh, no, actually, this wasn't that. It was this problem. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Thanks, man. I, I totally missed that. And they were like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I thought we were going to go into an argument. Like, no, no, no. Like, you're right. I missed that. Mm. I think it's having the capacity to do that, man. Like, knowing you're wrong. Also, challenge your own beliefs and, and where they came from. And just don't, reiter- don't reiterate or regurgitate bullshit that you've read online that, you know, could be harmful and, and not productive, you know? Yeah. Um, speaking of productivity, uh, Eddie Murphy's Law, by the way, great Discord name, uh, <laughs> wrote in the questions channel, maybe this is a question for the podcast, but Smash Ultimate makes me feel overwhelmed. Granted, I haven't really played since Brawl, but I feel like I'm learning the series all over again. Uh, how do I get good? Um, to the the latter question, I don't know how to get good. Same. I'm, um, I'm, I'm learning it myself, yeah. <laughs> but it it, does, it is overwhelming, and I think that's the, the fun I'm having right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just diving in and relearning everything because I'm very much in that same boat where I haven't played since Brawl. Um, I think the last one I'd played was like Project M, which is like basically Brawl, but melee mechanics. Mm. Um, I was like really bad at it, but like learning it all over again, I was like, like you were saying earlier when you're talking about like learning when to block and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I think that's part of getting good maybe. Uh, I'm hoping so because like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my goal is like I want right. to be able to beat Steven. <laughs> Uh, impossible yeah impossible but you know that, i, I want to be able to like go to a friend's house and be like yeah pass me the sticks yeah i just want to be like <laughs> the one who's not eliminated first right you know what i mean yeah so like i think part of it is just like and, and this is what i've learned also uh maddie told me this on our on the last episode of viewpoints and it's like it's it's dumb to say and mm. it's very practical and it's very obvious sounding but it's just like just play the game play the game and and like we were saying a second ago you have to be okay with being bad at it and, mm. and like in a lot of ways being wrong, quote unquote, and looking stupid and, and feeling stupid and just like, you know, not understanding, but also like, you know, um, play some of the single player stuff, learn, learn some of those minute details from friends, like get together with people or maybe watch some YouTube videos. Yeah, like, watch some videos because I've, yeah. I've been doing that and learning some like really cool like stuff that i never knew was in the game like because i mean the, and all that the series is 20 years old at this point there's so oh, many yeah. there's so much material out there hopefully from non-problematic youtubers <laughs> um that you know you can probably access and also just like literally just even if you're just playing the single player play the single player find characters that you like it doesn't have to be 20 find like one or two mm-hmm. and stick with those characters and try to like you know grind them out try to like get really good with them and um just let it become muscle memory over time. The good thing about Smash 2 is since there's 76 characters, um, the chances of you coming across an, another, you know, character that you that you main is pretty low unless you're, like, really addicted to, like, tier lists, which I don't give a shit about, honestly. Um, I mean, to a degree, I will, but, like, not, like, I don't see them as, like, gospel. Right. Um, pick whoever you want. Pick whoever feels good for you, even if they're beginner characters, and just play with them over and over and over again. And be okay with failing over and over yeah. again until those small moments happen where you're like, oh, shit, I dodged at the right time. Or I did a, a sh- perfect shield. Or I did, like, uh, I remember the other day, other, last night, 
uh, I air dodged for the first time successfully. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and you were like, oh, nice. And it felt so good to do that because you're like, that was like another hurdle that I was able to, you know, I can't do it all the time. But yeah. like, even if you do it one out of 10 times, it's like, hey, man, you're trying. You're trying to get better. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would just say stick with it, man. Like, don't, don't jump out, man. <laughs> stick with it. Stick with it. All right, jumping into Feeling It for the Week. Feeling It is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yeah, um, so yesterday in my journey to uh, get a Switch controller, uh, not a Switch controller, a GameCube controller for the Switch, mm. um, I was thinking about places I can go, and I hadn't to be in Midtown. So I was like, oh, it's not too cold out. I mean, it was it was freezing, but it was like it was still a pretty nice day. Um, I was like, let me just walk town a little bit yeah. and go to uh, Rockefeller and see what's up with Nintendo New York. Just walk around. I haven't been there in a year. So I always go around this time too. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's like last time holiday. I was there is for the Splatoon um, thing. Oh, wow. So like I made the mistake of going uh, yesterday, which was what, Saturday? It's a nightmare on there. Yeah. Yeah. It was not, not, the store itself wasn't bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The area, the, the Rockefeller tree is up. So like that's like the main attraction. Everybody's off. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't thinking, you know, like because I was still doing my thing. Yeah, it was just so packed. Like yeah. we couldn't even like they have the blocks like cordoned off, so like you couldn't even walk down the like. I was like, just open up the street so people can walk. But uh, yeah, it was a mess getting there. But when I got to New York, uh, Nintendo New York, it's just a magical fucking place. Yeah, man. And they they do pretty well at like managing lines and stuff. Like oh, wow. it's not like the wait wasn't that long. Like I hopped right on line. Like I checked behind the guy just to see if they had them. And I saw one. I was like, all right, cool. So I waited in line and I asked him. I was like, hey, do you have um, any game controls for the Switch? And he was like, he's like the only one we have is like the Smash Ultimate, the black one. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. He's like, do you have an adapter? I was like, no, I need one. He was like, yeah. I was like, all right, well, throw that, in, throw that shit in there too. <laughs> fuck it, man. I was like, fuck it, I gotta play. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love that store, man. And then I like, I got my, my controller and I went upstairs and I was just like looking at shit. Yeah. Push, it's a fun place to just kids out the way. <laughs> move, move, asshole. motherfucker. I want to play DS. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun place to also just go and like look at shit too. Yeah, you don't great. have to buy anything, but it's just nah, fun to just go. It's, it's, it's basically FAO Schwartz, totally. which is back now. Yeah. They're bringing it back. I yeah. Was like, Holy shit. Yeah. I was like, what year is it? <laughs> it's wild, man. It's fucking wild. Um, it's great. But all that stuff, I love, like, weird, like, just looking at, like, especially around this time, like, I fight it as much as I can. Like, I grew up, like, going, like, doing Christmas stuff. I don't necessarily participate anymore, but, um, like, Christmas, like, time is just so nice yeah. to do that type of stuff. Like, It's hard to deny, like, the magic, <laughs> you know? It's like... I hate shopping. Yeah. And, like... Just being able to just look at shit like big ass teddy bears and big ass Pikachu's and yeah. really cool. Especially because like I used to do that as all all the time as like a kid with my family. Like my dad would take us to FA, the original FAO shorts. Hell yeah! And you know Rockefeller Center and all this stuff and like it ha- going there now as an adult is is fun. Especially when you're like considering sometimes most of the times around this time of, of the year, I'm doing most of like my fun shopping for my nephews mm-hmm. and my, now my niece. So it's like it's a little bit of that revisiting of that sort of magic and like yeah that area is also really cool because you, you get a little peek at what new york you know used to kind of look like back in the day you know like in that era or whatever yeah, it's it's pretty cool man if you're ever in the new york area new york uh nintendo new york is really dope yeah like, i think if it. you're you're around just go for it or if you live in the city just you know take a trip yeah why not? <laughs> yeah because it's like something that you overlook and you're like it's actually kind of a cool spot yeah maybe wait until the holidays are over but 
Yeah. It's a little, it's a little much. <laughs> the tree is nice. Yeah? It's a little tacky, but it's nice. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it always is. Yeah. Yeah. It's tacky. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's Let like look design at this the giant ass tree. It's not even like the tree itself. It's like the lights they pick. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> really? Like, let me do this shit. Yeah, man. do something like nice. They do some really cool shit with like some of the buildings too. Like they project snow yeah. and snowflakes, and really it's cute. really cool. Um, all right, cool. Mine is uh, this EP from an artist that I recently discovered. Um, he's uh, he's from the Philippines. His name is No Rome. Uh, it's on the same label as another artist called the 1975, which is like they're really kind of blowing up at the moment. I've seen I've seen their name everywhere, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've actually like ever heard their songs. At least not like consciously. Mm-hmm. I, I might have heard it like you know at a store or something. But this this uh, artist in particular, he's signed to their label, and he, I think he's been working together with them with some music and stuff. But he has an EP out now. I think of like four or five songs, and they're all really really good. They're all this kind of like. Um, I guess like this dreamy kind of uh, electronic pop sort of vibe to it that is really cool. Um, it's really really dope. And there's one song in particular that I that the, the first one that I that I discovered that I really really like. I think it's kind of worth even if you don't check out the EP, at least check out this song. Um, it's just a fun, pretty cool like has a really cool catchy hook and, and and nice rhythm to it it's called narcissist it's actually featuring the 1975 so um yeah the the ep itself is called r.i.p indo hisashi mm. um it's a really really cool ep i think check it out if you're if you're into it it might not be for everybody but it's definitely um you know we're checking out i, I had a really good time with it and i, I highly recommend it oh, okay. so uh yeah just to wrap it up uh nintendo new york and and uh, R.I.P. Indo Hisashi by No Rome. Um, cool. So before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Cappy Can't Lose. That's C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Uh, yeah, hit me up. Maybe I'll reply. <laughs> Dope. Just don't be a toxic <laughs> yeah, asshole. Um, I'm Pauly Mayo. That's P-O-L-I. M as in Mary. A-Y-O. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, and talk to me. Be nice. Yeah, Spread be, love. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. Uh, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to questions at the-optional.com or drop them in our Discord's questions channel or download the Anchor app, download a voice message for us like our good friend Levi did. We'd love to hear from you. Please be sure to subscribe. We're on everything, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify, any podcast catcher for the most part. If it's not on there, let us know and we'll request it. Mm-hmm. If you could take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes especially, that would really help us out by yeah. spreading the word. Five stars, five words. Five stars, five words. And if you want to support the show, drop a little money in our tip jar, go to our profile on Anchor on a website and click the little supporter button. That's where you can donate to the show. Help us keep these lights on. Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can also find the show and share it with your friends. Also, if you go to theoptionalpodcast.com, the little player in there has a little supporter button you can yeah, click on. It's cool. Uh, as always, we can be reached on Facebook and Twitter at The Optional NYC. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. So until next time, everyone, peace. Talk to me nice.